0: Helping families be happy. Welcome to the Helping Families Be Happy podcast, where we explore the often messy world of family love and relationships. I am your host, Dr. Carla Marie Manley, a practicing clinical psychologist, wellness advocate, and author based in Sonoma County, California. I've teamed up with Familius Publishing to bring you nourishing real-life information about love, family, relationships, and life. And now I am thrilled to introduce today's guest, Tracy Gold, who will be talking with us about her book, Everyone's Sleeping But the Baby. Welcome to the show, Tracy. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. So tell me a little bit about your book, Everyone's Sleeping But the Baby. Where did you get the idea?
1: Well, gee, I happen to have, as we speak, an almost three-year-old, so I wrote the book when she was about One, she just, I mean, I still struggle to get this child to sleep. (laughs) And, um, you know, even when she was one, it was a lot better than when she was a newborn. But it was reading books, giving her a bottle, giving her one last cuddle. Um, And now what she does is I have to lie down on the floor and put my hand through her crib and let her hold my hand while I tell her a story. So (laughs) I really just wrote the book when I was completely exhausted, and I could not figure out why this child, who had the luxury of taking as many naps as she (laughs) wants, would not take that opportunity.
0: (laughs) So she was not an easy baby, I take it.
1: You know, um, she didn't have colic or anything like that. She just, she didn't like to sleep except for when she was supposed to be eating, and then we couldn't wake her up.
0: (laughs) I wonder what she shall grow up to be with that kind of temperament.
1: (laughs) She has very strong opinions. (laughs) It sounds it. So did
0: you illustrate the book as well as write it? Tell me a little bit about your process.
1: I did not illustrate it. Um, Familius is publishing the book, and they found a wonderful illustrator named Adele Deflon and um, her illustrations are just so cute. Um, It's a very short book. It's under a hundred words. So it's great for that one last book right before bedtime (laughs) because it's very short. And um, Adele's images just add so much humor. Um, We were talking about dogs briefly before this, and we actually, the the revision process was interesting because first I did some revisions on the text and then worked with Familius and Adele to do some revisions on the illustrations. And one of the revisions that we did was um, we decided we couldn't have the parents sleeping in the room while the dog and the baby were unsupervised (laughs) so we (laughs) we made sure that the baby has very um is shown having safe sleep
0: in the book Safe sleep, so safe sleep. Safe sleep, so the doggy is not in the room with just the baby.
1: The doggy is in the room, but the baby's in the crib. In the (laughs) crib, in the crib. Got
0: it. Got it. (laughs) Okay. Not on the floor.
1: The first one, the baby was on the floor with the dog, which is super cute, but uh, not great for being unsupervised.
0: (laughs) Understood. Isn't it funny? All those little details that that you have to think about as an author, and then especially when there are pictures, it adds another layer and some people tend to think that writing a children's book is easy, and not necessarily so, is it? Well,
1: uh, yeah, it's really interesting. Um, I also write novels. I haven't gotten one published yet, and um, certainly compared to writing a novel, writing a picture book is a whole lot faster, <laughs> but for um, You know, every picture book that's successful and that gets published, I've written dozens of picture books. Mm -hmm. So it's more of um, playing with ideas and coming up with ideas and then making sure every single word is perfect, making sure every single word will sound wonderful when you read Mm -hmm. it aloud because picture books are going to be read allowed. So it's a very different process. And I think for me, you know, when I have a really great idea, sometimes I I just get the whole book in an instant. And it is easy. <laughs> but that's only because I've spent hours and hours and hours honing my craft and learning about writing picture books. And so when
0: you read, you're holding your little one's hand while you're putting her to sleep and I'm imagining this and you're <laughs> reading to her,
1: um our process we have a whole and you can imagine she some of my friends say yeah I just put my child in the crib and they go to sleep and I do not I have never had that, <laughs> <laughs> that must be a mystical unicorn child yes <laughs> <laughs> um so normally before her nap or before her bedtime we sit on the chair in her room and that's when we do our reading from from books Um, And she drinks a little milk. And then now that she's older, she goes and brushes her teeth. (laughs) And then when she gets in her crib, that's a story that I make up for her on the spur of the moment. Mm. Um, And spoiler alert, every single story that I tell her ends with, and then they were very tired and they took a great nap.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, so she asked me, I, I say, what do you want to hear a story about? And sometimes she says things like dogs, and sometimes she says things like made-up words. <laughs> I just I just go with it and make you up ridiculous
0: stories for her. So you're a storyteller at heart? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: okay, that makes sense. <laughs> and that is truly an art. That's truly an art to be a good storyteller.
1: Well, I'm not sure that... Um, Those aren't those aren't workshops, polished ideas, right? Those are stories about, oh, you know, the dog and the horse wanted to go get pizza, you know, and then they were so tired that they took a nap, (laughs) and they slept for eight hours straight. Yes, didn't make a peep
0: because they were so content. Yes, (laughs) lovely. So tell me a little bit about your background.
1: Yeah, it's been a winding road. Um, I was born in Baltimore, which is where I live now. Um, I've lived here my whole life, except for when I went to college at Duke University, which I know that's polarizing. Sorry, not sorry if if you're a North Carolina basketball fan. (laughs) Um, And in college, I was actually really interested in poetry, and I applied to Masters of Fine Arts programs in poetry, and I got rejected from every single one that I applied to. Oh, no. So that was a soul-searching moment for me, Um, and I went on to working in – I got a job in digital marketing back in Baltimore. I had to move home with my parents because I didn't have a a job or um, a lot of master's programs pay you a small stipend because you also teach – Um, So I had no money, so I moved home uh, to live with my wonderful parents in Baltimore, and I got a job at a digital marketing agency, so I was using my skills to, you know, write advertising copy and blog posts and things like that, Um, and after a few years of that, I I finally, actually, you know what it was. I never thought that I had the ability to write a whole novel. Um, I thought, oh, I'm more of a poetry person. I will keep it short and and stick to poems. But then at, at my first job, I had to write an entire book about um, home renovations for a client. They wanted a a little ebook, and I had to write all of these extremely lengthy. Marketing plans. So I thought, well, if I can write a 50-page plan about marketing applesauce, <laughs> I can write a novel. Of course, um, <laughs> much more interesting. So I did it. I wrote a very bad first novel, um, and that kind of made me think, well, maybe I shouldn't have given up on you know writing or or getting this master's degree. So. I ended up getting my master's degree at the University of Baltimore, and I was able to work my way through it, um, and I got that in fiction, but it's very interesting to me that now this book, my first book coming out, it's a picture book. It's less than 100 words. It's a poem, (laughs) so I've kind of gone back and forth all over the board, and here I am back with poetry. Now, yeah. how, what's the end of that book? What's, what's the last line of the book? Well, are you sure <laughs> that you want a spoiler alert? Because I don't know, it's, it's a pretty big twist. <laughs> it's got anything to do about somebody sleeping for a very yeah. long time. <laughs> Everyone's sleepy, even baby. Even baby. Even baby. Even baby. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Ah, oh, what I just love hearing about your journey, about your life, about your, your, the reason you wrote it, because isn't that where the best writing comes from? When it comes from necessity, comes from personal experience. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, so beautiful. And I can think of now you made me remember when my son was little, he would not sleep unless he was in my arms. <sighs> Moment, I would put him down. Yep. He would and I was, you know, working and, you know, as a stay at home mom, but also had an office working. Ooh. And I could not it was you'd take him for a walk, he'd be awake, awake, awake on the walk, you think, okay, so I'd finally go to sleep at the end, would walk inside the house and take
1: Wow
0: I so needed your book then. <laughs>
1: So you didn't have one of those unicorn sleeping babies either. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't, and I know people who didn't. I thought, what happened?
0: Why am I being tested? Why? And it was so. I grew patience. It was. It really wanted me. You know, the experience was teaching me patience. Right. right. Patience, and yes, more patience. Interestingly enough, as I imagine will happen with your daughter, um, those personality traits tend to. That child is still very stubborn, still has a very focused <laughs> mind on whatever is going to happen, and still wants to be awake when everyone else is sleeping. <laughs> I
1: mean, I, I am a night owl myself, so um, I guess that is just how it goes. You get, you get yourself, you get parts of yourself in your child, <laughs>
0: yes they're they're smart little beings, so if you had say three four takeaways that you really would like listeners to know about you or your book or your process, three really important things that we haven't talked about
1: what would they what would they be I think first that it's never too early to start reading to your child reading has been something really special that for my daughter and for me, and there's just mountains of evidence that the more you read to your child, the better it sets them up for reading and language development later in their life. Mm -hmm. Two is, you know, don't tell yourself you can't do something because you probably can. (laughs) Um, It might just be a different path to get there. And three, um, along the same lines, just, Just keep trying. If you really want something and you really love something, don't give up on it.
0: Tracy, thank you so much for being with us today. It has been a true joy, a true pleasure. Can you tell listeners where they can find you?
1: Absolutely. I have a website at tracycgold.com. And if you sign up for my newsletter, you can get free coloring pages based on the book, which are just so cute. And um, I'm Tracy C. Gold on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook also.
0: Wonderful. And the spelling of Tracy's name is T-R-A-C-Y, middle initial C, and last name is Gold, G-O-L-D. So thanks again, Tracy. It's been such fun. I am so appreciative. And as we conclude today's podcast, I'd like to thank Familius Publishing for their support in bringing this podcast to your ears and your heart. We'd be thrilled if you'd subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes and social media. And when you're ready for that next amazing book adventure, we'd be honored if you'd choose a book from Familius Publishing, such as Tracy Gold's book that we talked about today, Everyone's Sleeping But the Baby. One step at a time, we can make the world a happy happier place. Thank you for sharing your time with me, Dr. Carla Marie Manley. It's been a joy and a true pleasure. Be well and shine, shine, shine as only you can do.